0: This is the Cleveland Guardians Fancast with your host Quincy Wheeler, a podcast about the Cleveland Guardians and their fans. Welcome to the Cleveland Guardians Fancast. I'm your host, Quincy Wheeler. You can find us at Guardian Fancast on Twitter. You can email me at Quincy at GuardiansFancast.com. Have some fun stuff coming for you in regards to the trade deadline coming up, so looking forward to sharing that with you, but not quite yet. So, just wanted to talk a little bit today about Jose Ramirez and the All Star game. Um, First of all, just wanted to follow up my last episode. We talked about mental health and baseball. And just wanted to make sure that if you're looking for someone to talk to uh, about mental health struggles, about any kind of issues that you may have, that I've heard a lot of good things about betterhelp.com and 216 Baseball Podcasts, which is uh, a sister podcast for me. Uh, you know, I guess you might have say a brother podcast. But those uh, those guys, Alex and Paul, they do a great job and uh, just appreciate what they've been able to offer in the podcast sphere. It's different than what I do, uh, but I know that they have a promo code that you can use if you're looking for someone to talk to. So I'll put a link to that. Um, actually, it's, it's a link. I shouldn't say a promo code. It's a link that you click on so that you can get a discount and uh, they can get the credit for that. So if you're looking for someone to talk to and, and need a discount to do it, try something online. And last episode made you think, okay, maybe that's something I should do. Then you certainly check that out. So I'm going to put the link in this episode. I'll put a link to it in the uh, Twitter release of this as well. Just in case anybody out there is looking for someone to talk to and would like a discount code to do it. And I didn't get paid for any of that, to say any of that. Just uh, trying to think of ways to help people that may be looking for some help, uh, so you know probably by now that the Major League Baseball All Star ballot All Star ballot voting is open. You can vote for players, not uh, for hitters, not for pitchers, and uh, I think you can make a pretty strong case for Jose Ramirez and Andres Jimenez as your um, starters for the Guardians. You could probably also vote for Josh Naylor if you wanted to. I mean, he's probably, he's not probably one of the best three outfielders, but certainly has pretty good stats. So he's on your team. You can vote for him. And uh, I think you could probably make a case to vote for Owen Miller as well. He's, he's put up pretty good stats this year. Again, the case would be he's on my team and he's played pretty well. He could even vote for Stephen Kwan for that reason as well. So the ones that really deserve it, though, I think we can pretty much all agree are Jose Ramirez and Andres Jimenez. So you want to make sure that you get online. I'll put a link in the description of this episode so you make sure you have that and vote at least five times a day. If you're like me, you can bring out your uh, various emails and vote a few more times than five times a day with each email that you have. Just get up in the morning and make it your number one habit. Remember that you're doing this because Jose Ramirez is not only one of the top five players in baseball, he's not only one of the top two AL MVP candidates right now, but he's a man who accepted $50 million less than what his agent told him he should get because he wants to stay in Cleveland, he wants to retire a Cleveland Guardian because he loves this town, he loves the fans as much as they love him as much as we love jose ramirez he loves us so we need to get out there you need to tell your friends your neighbors your relatives your aunts your uncles your grandparents who don't have the internet to get online and to vote for jose ramirez so i just want to remind you of some great jose ramirez memories some of my favorite memories When he played cards with Mike Napoli, who told him how good of a hitter he was going to be in 2016, before any of us knew that, when he stretched a clear single into a double to set up Jay Bruce's game winner in Game 22 in 2017, his 17 pitch at bat to spark a huge comeback against Houston in 2018. Uh, He hit a grand slam in his first at bat after coming back early from hand surgery in 2019. He should have won the AL MVP in 2020. He went six for ten with two homers in New York as the Yankees tried to get a playoff berth in 2021, ruining their hopes and dreams. His excellence at Mario Kart, his home run pitch quote, his swagger, his helmet flying off at every possible chance. So many great memories. Not sure any memory now can top though hearing about how he called his mom to decide what he was going to do, about where he was going to stay, and that it came down to that he was just going to find a way to stay in Cleveland. I mean, just watch this guy and how he played. This Oakland series was such a great reminder. Not only is the guy hitting home runs and hitting doubles, but he's getting a hustle double, and then he's scoring on a play that players just don't score on. those Uh, When the infield is drawn in and they hit the ball on a hard grounder to first, Jose Ramirez scores because he's just so quick. His reflexes are so quick. He's not only that, but he's also a very fast runner. And you can see how pumped he was to be able to score in that game. It was the only game the Guardians lost in that Oakland series. They took three out of four, and they really should have swept the whole four-game series. But the bullpen fell apart. Eli Morgan had a rough go of it after Josh Naylor made a terrible error. That'll happen. It's hard for a team like Oakland or any team to lose 11 games in a row and they lost 10 in a row. Something's going to bounce right for you eventually. So throughout that series, though, Jose was amazing as always. I'm not understanding why teams continue to pitch to him, but I absolutely love that they do. I absolutely love that teams are like, oh, there's nobody on base, so we'll just pitch to him and then Jose will hit a home run. He certainly showed that recently. When the A's were up 2 to nothing, and they pitched to Jose and he hit a solo homer and you just felt in that moment, oh, this team's going to find a way to win this game because Jose's not going to let them lose. And that was the same game that he'd hit two doubles and a ball that should have been a three-run homer. And he's just been doing this all season, guys. He had a little bit of a tiny rough stretch in May. And the team really looked bad during that portion because he is so much of the heart and soul of this team. And the rest of the guys are figuring things out. And and next time that Jose goes through a little bit of a rough stretch, I I think you'll find that the team's got a little bit more back there to kind of hang with other teams than what they've had. So hopefully we'll see them, you know, hold up a little better. And maybe he won't have a rough stretch to rest of this year because he just looks absolutely locked in, 16 homers and 17 strikeouts. You can't argue with that, and it's amazing to see what he's been doing. So all you Cleveland fans, all you Guardians fans need to be online and need to be voting for Jose Ramirez every day and make sure that he knows how much he's loved and how much we want him to be our representative on the All-Star team. So with that said, we have an off day for the Guardians today, and they're headed off to Colorado and then to Los Angeles to play the Dodgers and then to play the Twins, so this will be a pretty big road trip for them. It's really neat to watch the Guardians play in Colorado, so make sure you tune in a little bit to, to see some of that. We know our friend Andy, who spoke to us on the podcast a little while back, will be seeing them play in Colorado, so maybe we can get some insights from him one way or another, on how they looked out there and how things were going. There are some players from Colorado that are kind of interesting to me. One guy, I guess, that I've been kind of wondering about is Herman Marquez, who's been having a really rough year for Colorado, and it pretty much just seems like they aren't able to kind of fix some pretty easy pitching issues for him. If you look at Marquez's stuff outside of Colorado, he looks like an ace. In Colorado, he's definitely an ace for Colorado, and they're just seemingly trying to get him to throw a uh, sinker or a four-seam fastball that isn't quite working for him. Uh, He really seems like the kind of guy that if an organization like the Guardians got a hold of him, the guy would probably win a Cy Young. I wonder if it might be possible for the Guardians to kind of work something out with Colorado to get him The problem is that Colorado is just not one of those teams that you ever want to deal with because uh, they just make no sense in the trades that they do or don't make. They hold on to guys that you wouldn't think they'd hold on to, and they get rid of guys that you'd think that they'd want to try to extend and keep around. So Marquez is on a five-year, $43 million contract, which is a really great deal. it has got a 2024 club option as well. Perfect timing-wise for the Guardians to have him for a couple years as well as the rest of this year if they're like, hey, this division is there for the taking. As I said, I don't know if Colorado would be interested in it, but I would absolutely be interested if the Guardians were willing to try to make that move. You look at his stats, they don't look good. (laughs) They don't look good at all, but I really think a lot of it is Colorado tinkering with him in ways that they shouldn't have. Plus, playing in Field when you're trying to figure out a new pitch is not a good combination. I would just absolutely love if there was some kind of opportunity to buy low on him and get him to Cleveland and figure that thing out. Uh, that would be, you would add another ace to the rotation, and it scares me to think how good this team would be with two aces in the rotation. So I know we don't think about adding pitching very often. Certainly a lot of pitching to love in the Guardian system. And I love a lot of the pitchers coming up from Espino to Williams, both of those guys, obviously, but all the way down to Logan T. Allen, Doug Nikhazy had a great start this past week, Tanner Burns, um, Hunter Gaddis, the, the list goes on and on and on of, of great pitchers that they've got there. Joey Cantillo who may be coming up to Columbus soon. Tanner Beebe, who I've fallen in love with as a prospect and just really love his stuff. All these guys are coming up within the next year, maybe some of them two years at most, uh, depending on how their progression goes and how aggressive the team gets with them. Xavion Curry, another one to mention, and even Peyton Battenfield. It looks like he's got some potential to be a major league starter as well. So I love all the Guardians pitching, but listen to me. It's impossible to have too much pitching. When you have enough pitching, when you feel like you've got excess pitching, you should go out and add more pitching. Daniel Espino's lengthy injury shows you that. Even though supposedly his knee tendonitis wasn't really that big of a deal, he's been out for like over a month now. And it's a little, you know, it's a little frustrating that we haven't been able to see him get back yet. But you can't rush these pitchers back when they're hurt or things are gonna get worse, other things are gonna get hurt. And that happens to pitchers all the time. Like catching, like pitching. Both of those things, when you think you have enough of it, you need to go and add more to make sure you got depth. And the great thing about the Guardians right now is all the depth that they do have. They have a lot of depth. They have depth so that really if you have injuries at any position, you feel pretty good about the replacement. Now obviously, you can't replace a Jose Ramirez, but at the same time, everywhere you look, you've got somebody that can step in and should be able to provide some kind of Um, decent value at the major league level. So I would not be opposed at all if the Guardians were like, hey, we can maybe buy low on this pitcher who's got some insane potential. Now, buying low on Marquez would just mean that you're not getting him at the high point of his career. Maybe you save a little bit in the prospects you have to give up, but you're going to have to give up a lot to get a pitcher like that. And I mean a lot, especially because his contract is... Um, cost-controlled. So if he's available, there's going to be a lot of teams interested too, so the Guardians will have to outbid those teams, give Colorado what they want. And again, I don't think the Rockies are going to trademark Marquez because they never do anything that makes sense, and so I shouldn't count on that. But I did want to kind of put that germ of a thought out there that maybe it might be possible that the Guardians see some picture that they could add and work with and add to the top of their rotation and make a big difference for their team. That's tonight I'm recording in a little different spot. So you may have heard my dog make some noise. She was sleeping and now she's making all kinds of noise because apparently she knows that I'm on the podcast. So hopefully you've enjoyed having a little bit of Rana in the background. We named her Rana after the greeting that my wife and I received while we were on honeymoon in Tahiti. Everyone there would would, t- would say, Rana, um, uh, when, they, when they met you in the morning. And so that's always a good reminder of a time that was special in our lives where we had that first week together as a married couple in uh, one of the most beautiful places on earth. So I hope that this week for you is a time of beauty and excitement, and uh, for the Guardians that'll have a lot of joy and happiness for all of us. So uh, don't forget, vote every day for Jose at least fifty times. This has been the Cleveland Guardians Fan Cast. You can find us Monday through Friday on any podcast service that you prefer. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, like, and download so that we can continue to produce these podcasts for your enjoyment.